I do want to just put a trigger warning at the beginning of this podcast episode that there will be a little bit of conversation about suicide as well as self-harm. So just wanted to let you guys know before you do get further into this episode. Hi, you guys. Welcome back to Still Figuring It Out. I'm your host, Kirsty. I hope you guys are having a good day and you're doing well with things. And I always feel like when I'm recording this that it's been longer than a week since the last time I've talked to you guys. I don't know if it's like you guys recently, but just I feel like my weeks have been so jam-packed and busy or they just feel so incredibly long. It just there's like no good balance between either it's just it's very busy or it's just very long and dragging and I feel like it's been weeks since I have gotten to talk to you guys but I am glad to be sitting down right now I'm looking out and when I have all of my windows closed and like my fans aren't going which is the things I do to suffer to make sure that the audio is very good so And also, this is very bad for another reason, which I will be getting into, but yeah. So I've been on vacation, actually, this whole week from work, which has been really great, and unfortunately, it is pretty much to an end. I go back to work this Monday, and I'm recording this Saturday night, so pretty much my vacation is over, it feels like, but I was able to do a lot of things this week, which has been great. I've also been able to just relax and settle down a little bit which has been nice with the hustle and bustle of going to work so that's been good it's been very much needed uh I officially finished graduate school I had my last week of class for the residency I was in and I presented my never thought I would say this but I presented my thesis over zoom to my professor and everyone in my program, which was really nice. I never thought I would be doing that necessarily, but it was nice. It was definitely different to just see these people on a computer and not be in a classroom with them, but it was nice to see everybody and it felt really great that it was even able to happen like this, but I'm very grateful for my program and stuff. I I might maybe eventually down the road do an episode about, um, like my experience with school and stuff and how I got into my program and everything like that. But that's a time for another thing. So yeah, I finished that up, uh, this past Friday I presented in my thesis Wednesday night because I just wanted to get it over with and I got to celebrate with um, a glass of wine because I'm finally able to drink again. I don't know if I was, I don't think I, no, I said in the last episode that I was going to drink and I did, but it was so weird because I, so I drank on the 4th of July and I only had literally like four cans of like the wine seltzers. And that's it. And I was so tired and I didn't wake up with like a hangover or anything. I was just so exhausted, which is unlike me because usually I can handle more. And then the next day I went to a vineyard for lunch with my friend and I got like a flight of like four beers and I 
could barely finish three of them. And I just remember going back home and feeling tipsy off of three beers, which I mean, I'm a lightweight as it is. So it's not too surprising to me, but it it was just, it was weird. So I kind of just spent that day like laying on the couch and like drifting off to sleep and eating and drinking water, but haven't really felt the need to drink. I had, again, I had like a little wine left in a bot in the bottle and I just had that in a glass and it filled it up like almost halfway, which is like a decent amount. But I was like, you know what, this cause for a celebration and I'm going to have it. And it was nice and I didn't get sick. So that's always a good thing. And, um, so I, the reason why I had said before, like, why it's bad that I don't have any like air coming in or fans going. So my family owns Timeshare down in Cape Cod, Massachusetts, and they had it for this week. And my mom gave my grandmother and her friends half the week. So from Sunday to Wednesday to have it. And then Wednesday to Sunday, my mom and everyone went down there. I didn't go for the whole time. I only went on Thursday because Thursday was our free day off from school and it was just easier that way to not have to worry about it with like having to be in class and being interrupted by a bunch of people in a really small kind of cramped room and the weather was just bad so it just would have it wouldn't have been a good thing so I just went up for that day I said to my mom I said the only thing I wanted to do was just go to the beach read a little bit because I've been really slacking on my reading you guys which is really sad and I'm that person that's like oh like I have all these books to read but I'm still gonna buy more and I kid you not I literally bought another book last weekend um for the fourth when I went up to see my mom and I'm still not done with the book that I got a month ago so that book is getting done this week no matter what I have no excuse but I was able to read a lot of it at the beach actually so I'm pretty happy but so I think I've definitely said this before, so I'm not going to, like, beat a dead horse on it, but I have very sensitive skin. It's very bad. I hate summertime for that reason because it's just so hot, and my sun does not take well with the sun. My skin does not take well with the sun. Wow. Not drinking. I swear I don't have any alcohol near me. Don't even want it, which is also weird, but I'm rambling also. Sorry. So we were at the beach. We got to the beach at, like... 11 and we were planning to stay till 4 and I made sure to put I had like sunblock for my face specifically and then like my body so I put the sunblock on my face which like spoiler I didn't get any sun on my face which thank god because that's all I care about so I'm happy about that but I was dumb for some reason and did not think to put sunblock on my legs and so I wasn't like fully laying down because I I laid for like a little bit, but not a long time because I was just like sitting up reading. You guys, when I say my legs look like hot dogs, I'm not joking with you. Like that whole thing like, oh, hot dogs are legs. My legs are hot dogs. Full on. They are so red. I remember going back to like the hotel, like the place and being in so much pain. And for some reason, I was never someone who was blessed with getting an even tan. Because however the spray went on me and I rubbed it in, whatever places I didn't get good enough, I have like a splotch tan. I'm a leopard. 
with a tan. It is just, it is embarrassing. It is painful, first of all. Like, it hurts like hell. I'm not even going to lie to you guys. Like, it, I'm so glad this isn't like a video when it's just over a mic because I would be embarrassed to show what I look like. Like, I even got it on my feet. Like, how does that happen to somebody? But the best part is I didn't get it on my face. So, but it's just, it's so embarrassing. And I didn't like flip over to be like, oh, I'm going to get an even tan. No. So like the back of my legs are my regular color. And I was like, I literally look like an Oreo. This is just, this is embarrassing. And it's just like, my kneecap is fully red, but it's the most swollen because when I move, it hurts. Like I literally, when I came back the next day, I did my Zoom classes on my bed, switching back between using aloe, like the aloe gel and putting cold face cloths and towels on my legs just like switching back and forth like every time I had a break for class like every hour like every one to three hours I was just switching back and forth and I I'm still in pain so that was on Thursday today Saturday they're still in pain I tried this is my first time like actually getting out of the house and I went walking around for stuff to find for my new room which I can update you guys on so I went um, I went to Target, I went to TJ Maxx, could not really find anything I wanted, and I wasn't just going to spend money on stuff to spend it, because if I'm only getting two things, it's not worth it to me, because I'd rather go at a time when I can get a lot of things, but I ended up going to a thrift store in my town when I was coming back, and I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to find anything, but we'll see. You guys, I found a mirror. It's white. It's like a little bit square, a little bit rectangular. It's the perfect dimensions. Like all it needed was just like to wipe the dust off. So I windex the mirror part of it. And then the outside just needs like another like little light coating of white paint on it. And oh my God, it's like perfect. Cause I was looking at these like circle mirrors, like cute things like that. I kid you not guys, they range from like 30 to sometimes $70. And I just I'm trying, I'm really trying hard to do this on a budget and so far everything that I've done because I've kept like meticulously a list of all the stuff that I've bought to keep myself accountable so I don't buy like random stuff and so far I've spent less than $150 and I have a budget of like $400 which I know the most stuff that's going to be the most amount of money is um, furniture so that's why I'm trying to get it that last which I'm going to be getting last anyway because we're just going to get it like when we move. I'm probably going to get my stuff at Ikea for the most part. Either Ikea or Target, honestly. But yeah, so I was walking around and I was just, I was in so much pain because it hurts to move my legs. Obviously, if you have a burn, even on your arms, if you're trying to move your arms, like it just hurts. So I, I'm not lying you guys after this. I'm taking a shower. I'm not going to bother to shave because why am I going to put a razor to my red burns on my legs? And I'm not doing that. I'm slapping aloe all over my legs and probably body. And I am going to rest and read. That's why I was like, oh, maybe I'll take a shower like before I record. And then I'm just like, you know, I want to just get this done. Not in like a bad way. Like, oh, I just want to get it over with. I just want to get this done so I can relax after and not have to worry about other things I need to do. But so that is my... <laughs> long rambling. I feel like I do this all the time with these episodes, which I kind of like because it's like, you know, it feels like I'm talking to myself, but I hope that I'm talking to other people too, even if it's just like one other person. It just, it feels nice <laughs> to kind of get out everything that I felt the whole week. It's like a 
little bit of therapy for me. Oh, I really was going to forget about this too, but I cut my hair today. So it's like a short bob and it's, I literally said to my hairdresser, I'm like, I don't want any hair on my shoulders. I don't want to have to worry about putting it in a ponytail and I can actually now put it up in a clip and like, you know, like when you're putting it back and you're like the one thing I hate you guys is when I'm washing my face or like taking my makeup off and all that and my hair gets in front of my face. Like even when people just put like a headband on, like, no, I have to put my hair in a ponytail and I just, I don't want to have to worry about that. Like it's summer, it's humid, it's hot as hell where I live. I don't want to worry about that. And I'm wearing a mask for the most part when I'm at work and just places in general. So I just, I want an easy hairstyle and this is probably one of my favorites that I've ever gotten. It's so nice. It's so low maintenance and I'm very happy. I think I'm going to try to straighten it tomorrow to see like the actual length of it, if it was like that, but yeah so that's an update on my week and now let's get into this episode now I wanted to do this episode it was brought up to me like I thought of the idea I had it as an idea on my list of episodes I wanted to do but I don't know about you guys but I have just been feeling like you know, I mean, my mental health has really sucked. It's taken a really big toll on me. It's like dropped down so much that I can have very, very good weeks and everything's good and I'm happy. And then I can just have really terrible weeks when I don't want to do anything. I don't want to get out of bed. I don't have any motivation. I just, I feel really down. And I feel like especially with what's happening in the world and, you know, with coronavirus and just flipping on the TV, looking through your social media, our world is, our country is pretty fucked up right now. Like, it is. I'm just being brutally honest with you because someone has to be. Our world is really terrible right now. And it's not just now. It's been terrible for a long time, but we're just finally starting to realize it because things are coming to our attention that should have been taken care of, but instead people are just not doing anything about it as usual but you know it can take a lot out on you guys it's taken a lot out on me I've had days where I don't even want to look at my phone and I just log out of stuff or I stay logged out of my stuff because I don't want to I really don't want to be down on things I don't want to have a bad day and I know you can't always predict that you can't always expect that you're gonna have a good day Sometimes things just happen and you can't always control it, but if there's something that I can do to try to prevent it, then I'm going to. And if that means not scrolling through Twitter or flipping on a channel to news, then I'm going to. I'm going to take time for myself because you know what? That's important for you guys to do. It's important to have, you know, I hate saying this term but it's important to have a mental health day it's important to have a day for yourself to just kind of get back to where you are or to help yourself out it's not being selfish it's beneficial to you it's been beneficial to me and you know if you feel like you have been in a funk I'm right there with you I have felt Honestly, for the past however months we've been in quarantine, I think it's going on five now. 
I have just been, I feel like my life is kind of in a standstill and I'm in the middle of this fork in the road and I'm looking on one side of where I want to be and how I want to get there. And I have all this stuff in the back of my mind of how I'm going to do it. But then I'm also looking at this other side where it's just everything's easy, everything's convenient, everything's there, but it's not progressing me in a way that I want to fulfill myself or be happy with myself. But I feel like I need to choose that right now because everything is just so crazy. And I just feel like it's holding me back and that's really getting me down. You know, I'm, I'm 25 right now and if I looked back, if I predicted that this is where my life was going to be at 25, I wouldn't necessarily be happy with it, but I'm grateful for a lot of things. Don't get me wrong. I feel very blessed and lucky for the things that I've accomplished, the things that I've been able to do and have gotten to be and have done and the people in my life. I wouldn't trade any of that for the world, but I just, I feel like I'm settling on a lot of things. I'm settling on things in life, in my career, on people, in relationships, in dating, in family, in hobbies, in creativity, and in, in just a lot of things. And I don't know if you guys have felt that way because of everything going on with having to be in quarantine. Uh, it just feels like life isn't going back to the way it is anytime soon. And I know that, like, I know that's not going to happen in the blink of an eye and tomorrow's going to change. I have known that for a very long time, but I just, I feel like I'm never going to get to where I want to be because of everything going on and that I'm not going to lie. It honestly makes me really depressed. It makes me really sad because I have all these goals I want to achieve and I just, you know, I, I done with graduate school. I completed a two year program and I have my master's in fine arts in creative writing it's such a big thing for me because I never thought I would ever do that despite everything. I never thought I would accomplish something like that or finish something like that. And I did that. And I'm so proud of myself for doing it because I did it on my own. I I remember like just submitting applications and doing all this stuff and all the stress and hard work, it, it paid off. But now I'm just like sitting here thinking, you know, now what? What's the next step? What am I going to do? I can't, <laughs> I can't get a teaching certificate because what schools are going to hire me if they're not even open? I'm trying to look for places that are online at least because everything needs to be remote. It just, it just brings me down sometimes and I try not to think about it too much. You know, it's okay to be upset, but I think it comes to a point where if it constantly brings you down about about it, then it's probably not healthy to think about all the time. Like I know that. And I'm just trying to find the positive in things right now because as someone who really hates change... And has gone through a lot of change in the past few years. I am just trying to adjust to things and not think about it as much. And kind of just, I hate this term, but go with the flow on things. But, 
Yeah, I don't, I just, I'm trying to just take one day at a time. And I finally got back to using my planner after like three months of not using it. And I've just been jotting down little things to do, to remind myself, to look forward to, even if it's something very small and minuscule. Just helps me want to get to the next day, to say the least. So, oh my god, I'm sorry, you guys. It's only eight thirty, and I'm yawning. Like I can tell you guys, I literally didn't do anything today until like probably four thirty. Besides, go to my hair appointment at ten. I did not do anything today except do a failed shopping, except getting a mirror at the end of it all. Maybe I was out for an hour and a half. I waited in the drive-thru at Wendy's for like 15 minutes, so that probably counts as doing something, but <laughs> I was just too lazy to cook. I'm rambling again. But um, yeah, I, I just, I feel like I'm stuck in a cycle, kind of. And it, I mean, for me, at least it started when COVID happened because I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm like everyone else who said this. So I was like, 2020 is going to be my year. And my 2020 started out so strong, like, I went to my winter residency, I celebrated my 25th birthday with all of my friends at a karaoke bar, I got two new tattoos, I just, I felt like I did so much, and then March came and everything just turned to shit. And I, I feel like my mental health gave me a break. They were like, okay, the first week, they are like, this is a grace period. We're going to just let you adjust to it, get comfortable with it, see this as your new normal for a little while. And then it's just been like week after week of like, you know, this isn't ever going to get better, but doesn't mean you are going to either. So you're going to stay like this. I'm just like, you know what? We're going to roll with it. We're going to take it as we can. And, you know, I've written so many articles in the past three years about mental health and anxiety and depression and how to deal with it but I feel like me trying to just read off that to you isn't gonna help it because we all deal with mental health differently and this is only my experience you're hearing I can't I'm not gonna know how you feel because I'm not living your life same as you're not living my life either I can only give you my thoughts and my words and opinions on it and the ways that I cope and the ways that I deal with it on a day-to-day basis and, you know, no, no day is ever easy. You can go and be happy one day, but you can still feel sucky about yourself. At least that's how I have felt. Um, but yeah, I'm just trying to tell myself that, you know, you're in the middle of a global pandemic give yourself a fucking break. You're human. You don't know what's going on. And that's okay. It's okay to have bad days and feel like nothing is good. Um, But that doesn't mean that there aren't going to be better days ahead. And that's what you have to keep looking forward to. Even on the worst days. Which, believe me, I know it's hard to do. I know it's very hard to think about. But 
it does it does happen it's not always permanent but it's worth it's worth waiting for believe me but i kind of just i don't want this to be like a full like mental health like oh like this is like a medical thing and all that stuff i kind of just wanted to talk to you guys about my own experience with mental health because again which i feel like most of my topics have been so far it's not something we really talk about it's not something we that doesn't seem like we it seems like something we should normalize more which it is and i think if people talked more about how they were feeling especially online instead of always posting happy pictures then maybe people would feel more comfortable talking about things and opening up more I sure wish I do. I still struggle with it sometimes. I don't necessarily tell everybody everything. I do. I Of course, I talk to my friends more about how I'm feeling and all that. Because I know that they'll never judge me for anything. Which I appreciate. But... Yeah, I just thought I would kind of talk about my experience, how I deal with mental health, how I first started with it, how I've been coping with it, because it doesn't just go away, you guys. And I know, for me at least, I'm not someone who takes any medication. I've been told I should, but I'm not someone who believes in taking medication. I had a bad experience when I tried taking medication. It's just not something for me. But again, this is something that is for me. If it works for you, then I'm really happy for you because I'm sure you're doing really great with it. But it's just not something I've ever wanted. I've tried it. I just don't want to do it. But yeah, I'm going to talk about... so. First time I ever had an anxiety attack, which if you have ever had one, you know what it feels like. I know it's all different kinds of symptoms of getting anxiety attack and people have different symptoms of it, but it happened in summer of 2016. I was at work. I was a cashier. I remember I felt like my vision was closing in and my legs were very shaky and as well as like my arms and especially my hands even to like this day like this day now at 25 I still will look at my hands and see if they're shaking and I just try to suppress it and just do anything I can to distract myself to know because I know that something will happen if I don't but this was before I found ways to deal with it or just at least suppress it better but so I remember I was just I wasn't feeling right and I had told somebody and I was like you know I can't I need to just sit down so I went into the break room and for some reason I just I started crying and my mom was working with me at the time so she was there with me I just remember I was crying 
because I didn't feel like myself. I felt like something was going to happen to me. My chest was really tight. My heart was pounding really fast. And I just, I remember, oh, sorry. I took a little bit of time and I was able to go back to work. So I finished out my shift. I just like got off the register and I did other things to keep me busy, which has been proven to be very beneficial to me. So, um, which I'll get into that in a little bit, but it was, it was a scariest feeling of my life. I had never known how that felt. It just, for me, the scariest thing was not feeling I was in control of my body and not feeling like I could do anything to stop it. And I remember the next day when I was at work, I had another panic attack And that time I wasn't able to go back into work. I was just, I was so tired and drained and just, I was very jittery. And so I ended up going home and I just, I stayed in bed for like, it felt like a week. I was so afraid to go to places and to go outside anywhere besides my room because I felt like it was going to happen again and I wouldn't be able to stop it or control it. And it was, it was so scary to me. I remember that was the year that I was going back for my senior year of college and I kept thinking to myself, am I going to be able to dorm? Am I going to be able to go to class? Am I going to be able to just live a quote unquote normal life feeling like this? And it worried me that I wasn't going to be able to do that. But I have managed and I haven't really had too many anxiety attacks lately. I remember, I know the signals of when I'm going to get one and it always starts with my hand shaking, like my fingers and hands shaking a lot. And I remember it was like happening. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I remember it was happening in one of my classes when I was taking my final and I was just like, you know, you, I was saying to myself, it's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. You'll get through it. Just, just calm down, which I'm sure is such a fucking thing for people to say that don't have it. It's like, you try calming down if you were in my situation, but regardless, um, I was just, I was just telling myself, you're going to be fine. You're going to get through it. When you're done with this, you can go home and relax because you made it. So I, I always like tell, it's like a little bit of me hyping myself up, just being like, you got this, you're fine, you're going to make it through. It's like being your own little coach for yourself, your inner coach voice. You have to think about that sometimes. But I remember, like, my anxiety has been bad throughout the years. And I can say, I'm like literally knocking on wood right now, that it hasn't been too, too bad lately. I do get some instances of, instances of it, but it's not anything near where, where it was four years ago or even like a year ago. But I remember one time, I'm a hypochondriac, so if you don't know what that means, is someone who feels like there's always something wrong with them, basically. And they always think that they have, they're like self-diagnosed themselves with things. Like I've thought I had like all these different things. Like Google is not my friend. I will say that. But I remember, because anxiety attacks, 
if you look up their symptoms, it has pretty much the same symptoms as a heart attack. And I remember for a straight week, I could not fall asleep at night. But I would fall asleep around 5 or 6 a.m. the next day. Because I kept it in my mind that I was going to have a heart attack. And so I convinced myself that I was. I stayed up a straight week. Like, I would get the symptoms of, like, thinking it was that. And it was just my anxiety telling me. So I was so scared because I thought to myself, like, oh, I'm never going to, I'm never going to fall asleep, like, at a normal time. I'm never going to have a perfectly well sleep schedule. But I got done with that. I try to tell myself again when I have stuff like that happening to me I just say you know it's fine you're fine you were fine before you're only doing this because your anxiety is telling you that and I know that sounds like such a stupid thing to say like oh it's just your anxiety which you know we can't always control I sometimes let it get the best of me maybe a lot of times I let it get the best of me and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that but I have just been trying to do things that sort of calm it down. And I'm going to get into ways on how to get out of a funk and how to help with your mental health a little bit. But I also want to talk about um, depression. Because that's been something that I have dealt with still deal with for the past I want to say a little over two years and I I don't really know how it started I I do remember feeling just very sad all the time and just feeling really down there would be days that I didn't want to get out of bed some days where I allowed myself to stay in bed because I just I didn't feel like anything was worth it um, I used to get these bad thoughts in my head where I'd be like driving on a highway and I'd think to myself, you know, if I swerved a little bit, I could end all this and I could be gone or at least I would be close I don't really talk about this stuff that much, but I would never, sometimes I think, you know, now I say to myself, I've never, I wouldn't put myself in that position of wanting to completely kill myself because I'm so selfish and think about other people besides me. And I would think to myself, how could I do that to somebody? How could I do that to my friends or my mom or just people in my life? And then I realized that that's not the fucking point that I should be talking about. It's more so the point of why would I even think about wanting to do that to myself in the first place instead of caring about other people before me? I don't want to cry about it. I'm like trying not to. But you know what, you guys, sometimes it's just really hard to be alive. It's really hard to be alive, especially in this time. 
So if you made it to today and you got out of bed, I just want you to know that I'm really proud of you. I'm really proud that you did that because I can only imagine how hard it was for you. Or maybe you're getting better at it and this is your third or fifth day or hundredth day getting out of bed and you didn't want to stay in it and you didn't want to hesitate. You just did it. And I'm really proud of you. I'm glad you've done that. I'm getting better at it too. And it feels nice. Not every day is like that. Some days I don't want to. And I allow myself not to because... I'm sick of pretending that things are always sunshine and rainbows. Sometimes there are dark clouds that cover that. And I think we as people do such a good job of hiding it instead of having it out there and being open about it. I remember thinking to myself, I don't know why I feel this way. I don't know why I'm like this. I felt like I was broken for a while. You know, sometimes I got mad at myself for being like, why do I have to be like this? Why is this my life? It's not fair. It's not fair that I feel sad sometimes. I feel down about myself and I feel like my life is a waste sometimes because someone else deserves to live my life instead of me because they probably would do a better job at it and I put these thoughts in my head and I allow them to stay there and I allow myself to sometimes even believe it but I've been trying to do better I've been trying to not make myself fake happy anymore because that is such bullshit to be fake happy, I would never, I've done it, I mean, I won't lie, I probably have had some pretty bad depressive episodes, but yet I'll still post a happy picture on Instagram, a funny tweet on Twitter, a meme on Facebook, and I hated myself for doing that. Why is it that we have to put on a different face for other people because we're too afraid to admit that we're not always okay are we that afraid to tell people because we feel like they won't like us or accept us because we're not always 100% happy sometimes I don't think I've ever been 100% happy I don't think anyone is and if you are then that's such a lie you're telling me you have 365 days of good That's, I mean, that's a dream, but that's what it is. It's a dream. It's not real. It's not reality. But I remember when I was feeling this way, I first went to a doctor. I went to my doctor and of course they said, well, we're going to prescribe you something. And I actually remember being put on what I had and I'm not going to give any of that information away. But I remember it made me feel worse. And it was a very low dose, too. And it just, it made me feel worse. It gave me panic attacks, actually. It made my anxiety come back. 
I mean, again, it doesn't go away, but it made my anxiety so much worse than when I had it pretty much stable to, to the most part. Like, it was 80% good. It blasted that completely out. It made it so bad. I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. And maybe that was me not giving it a chance, not giving all medications a chance. I'm not saying they're all bogus. But for me, I don't want to allow medication to control how I feel, even if it takes away the bad thoughts or it takes away the way me finally or it gives me more motivation or it makes me feel better I feel like it kind of just numbs me I don't want to live a life in a foggy state I just don't but when that wasn't working I I remember when I was feeling at my lowest I was with I don't know why I'm laughing but I was with my mom and we were in um McDonald's eating I looked at her and I said um I I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't know why I feel like this, but I'm telling you I need to go to therapy. So I went to a therapist for almost four months. And for me, I have mixed feelings about therapy. On one end, it feels really good to talk to somebody Sometimes it feels better to talk to a stranger than it does to talk to someone you're really close with. Because I feel like, for me at least, you open up about more things than you would to people you're close to because you don't feel as... You don't feel pressure or judged as much. But then a part of me also feels like a therapist isn't really there to help you. They're doing it for their job. I feel like they don't always listen to what you're saying and they don't always necessarily believe you. So it's kind of funny actually because like when I stopped seeing her it's because I was feeling better, air quotes, and then like a week after my boyfriend at the time broke up with me. And then of course that was when I was at my absolute lowest but I didn't go back. I said to myself, I'm going to get through this myself. I'm going to find ways to cope, to figure it out. And, you know, I'm here now. It's been two years. Are things better? Yes and no. Do I feel better? Yes and no. Am I here? Yes. Did I think I would be some days? Not always, but, you know, like anything in life, especially with mental health and mental illness, it's, it's hard, but it's all right. It's not something that's meant to be easy. We struggle, I struggle, but we find ways to make it through. And so I want to give you guys some of my tips that I have learned over the years that I use on ways to help get myself out of a funk, whether I'm dealing with my mental health or even in times like this when things are so uncertain and you just feel very locked in and sad and confused. Believe me, you are not alone. 
I feel exactly like that even though I'm at work even though I've been seeing friends I still feel like life is on a pause right now and we're not going forward or backwards or anything like that we're in a standstill we're stuck so I just want to talk about some things and again I do want to know that your own way and what you're comfortable with these are things that work with me but they might not necessarily work for others I just thought that if you feel this way and you don't know what to do that these would maybe you could find something in here that helps you so so one of the things that helps me is going for a ride I love going for long car rides I used to do it a lot with my mom when we lived together we would this was before like streaming services and the aux cord were a thing I would pile a bunch of cds and we would go for a car ride around my town and we would always end at a beach in my town at night and we would just like roll the windows down or get out and listen to the waves and we'd bring food my mom actually did this for me when I was either like stressed or had bad anxiety or just wasn't feeling great or we had nothing to do and it doesn't matter how long it has to be you can go for a short ride you can go for a long ride you can end up somewhere fun you can end up at the beach or just in a deserted parking lot I think just being in the car and moving always helps because you're brain is focused on something else it's focused on the road it's focused on listening to music it's it's focused on getting you where you have to go and you're not necessarily thinking completely about how you're feeling and it's a good distraction even if it's for a little while because it gets your head out of all these thoughts and it's really helped me a lot I have learned to love going for rides myself it's good to do things alone also I feel like and if you're not at the driving age, even going for a bike ride can help if you have a bike or some form of transportation. Or even go with somebody. Ask a friend to go for a ride. Ask a parent to go for a ride. Ask a significant other to go for a ride with you. Even if you don't want to talk to them, you just want them to be there for you. Or even if you want to talk to them the whole ride. Just getting out and doing that and focusing on other things is so important. Another thing, again, that kind of goes with the ride, if you don't want to get out, listening to music. And I will be the first to say that music has a way to heal you. It truly does. I don't really know what I would be if it wasn't for some of the artists that I've listened to. And I've been extremely blessed to have been able to see some of these people in concert after I've had some of the worst moments and times of my life and I cannot tell you how good of a feeling it is to have a song by them that you listen to non-stop blasted it through your headphones in the car while crying and screaming to it and hearing that live it just it feels like it's you and the artist alone in a stadium or arena or venue it kind of feels like it's their way of saying you're welcome you don't even have to listen to sad music you can listen to any kind of music whatever music you're in the mood I mean if it is sad music listen to it believe me I've done it a million times if you want to listen to upbeat music then that if you just want to 
get up and dance or lay on the floor or be in your bed. Listening to music is so nice because, again, it's getting you out of your thoughts. It's, in some ways, music sometimes can just tell you exactly how you're feeling and it will give you exactly what you need at that moment, even when you weren't expecting it. And that is the best thing about it. Cannot recommend that enough, you guys. And another thing, and this can be different for everyone. Believe me, I've had different struggles with it and I've learned to kind of accept the latter for it. And it's talking to somebody. It doesn't have to be a therapist. Talking to a friend, talking to a parent, even talking to yourself, which sounds weird, but it can be effective. Believe me, it's not just weird to have little talking to yourself um it's good and you don't have to spill all your dirty laundry you don't have to tell them every single thing that's going on but it's good to know that somebody is there for you it's good to know that you have a great support system and not feel like you're alone which no one should feel that way and if you do just Try to talk to anybody that you can. I know that sounds stupid. Or if you are like that, maybe try going to talk to a therapist. If you don't have anybody. Because it's good to let your thoughts out and not let them fester. Believe me, I am an expert at that. Do not let your thoughts fester inside of you. Because you will burst out and spill them all at once and it might feel good at the beginning but it's just it's not so this is the next one is one that I learned to do a lot and it's distract yourself and by that I mean read for a little bit go on Netflix anything to take your mind which I've said this a million times but I'll just say this quickly anything to just take your mind off of it and it it is really effective. And for someone who likes to read, it does help me because I'm focusing, again, I'm focusing on something else. I'm focusing on a show or a movie or a book. So I'm not thinking about that. And another thing is get creative. Even if you're not the most creative person, you can try writing, try journaling. Journaling your thoughts out and getting them all out is so effective. Yeah, it feels like you're talking to yourself, but you're getting everything that you're feeling out on the paper. And it's so nice, you guys. Or even, and I'm not like a skilled artist in the least bit, but painting. Do those, um, I tried those uh, calming books that you um, draw in. I had one that I found and I would do one every day during quarantine. It was just like not going anywhere and it really helped me. It took me like an hour sometimes to do and it was so nice. Um, another thing which I am learning to do, I'm not the best at, but exercise, going for walks, doing yoga, doing arm weights, doing a workout on the television or on YouTube it's just something even if it's for 10 minutes or an hour it's so good to make your mind healthy and exercising it and doing good things for it I've learned I make it apparent to go for walks 
almost every other day because it's good to just get out. Another thing I do is I keep busy. And one of that is sometimes I'll make... So I try to keep a routine. And I will say, okay, so Sundays are my days for cleaning, doing laundry. And like all other days I make lists. I do that so it helps me know that I have things to do. And I'm not just sitting down... And thinking of all these things, I have things to do, which is always nice. Another thing that can kind of go different ways with how people feel is self-care. I'm not saying you have to do it every single day, but, you know, take the time for yourself. Take a shower, do your skincare, do your hair, even put on makeup if you want, even if you're not going out. Sometimes it's nice to just do it sometimes. I mean, I'll admit that I did it a few times while in quarantine when things were really bad because I just wanted to look nice and I felt down about myself. And I'm not saying it cures you, but it makes you feel nice and to be doing that. Another thing that I have learned from all this, from the months, is cooking really helps me because if I'm following a recipe... I have that on my mind. I do a bunch of things. I love meal prepping and I love making like a big meal every once in a while, like once or twice a week. And that really helps me be in a good mindset. And the last thing, which kind of goes with some other stuff, is change your surroundings. If you're stuck in your room, I tend to stay in my room a lot. Um get outside, go into nature, go into a different room, go in your backyard, sit outside. If you have the luxury to do that, just don't try not to stay in one place at one time because it does, it kind of sucks the life out of you. Believe me, my room is my comfort and I spend a lot of time in my room, but even I know that I have to get out of it sometimes, even if it's convenient for me because I just I don't want to stay in a room all the time, especially on my bed when your bed should be meant for just sleeping in. And believe me, I do this all the time. But even if it's just for a half an hour or however long you want to just change what you're looking at, it really does help for me at least, I've found. So yeah, those are just a few things that have helped me deal with everything going on right now, how everything's been lately, or just how I've been going about with things in the past few years of my life. But um, yeah, I just want you guys to know that you're not alone. I know it feels like it. I sometimes feel like life is coming at you and only you and You're too far into the darkness to make it out. But just trust me and believe me that there is a light at the end. Because even on my hardest days, I can faintly see it. And I know it's going to be there for me. So, please don't ever feel like you're a burden or you're not worthy or things aren't doing the best for you. 
I know how it feels. I have felt like that. felt like that recently. And it comes and it goes. But you're bigger than whatever it is you're going through. And you're going to be fine. I can't tell you when you're going to be fine. I can't predict that for you. I can't predict it for myself. But it'll get there. So I hope you guys take something I said or can find ways of your own. I hope you took something from this episode. I think we all just need to give ourselves a break sometimes and just a little pat on the back, even if it's from us. We're human and we're going to make mistakes and we're going to fall back on bad habits and do things, but you just have to remember that it's going to be okay. So I will talk to you guys all again next week and yeah, bye you guys.